Hello and welcome to episode 59 of Life in General. My name is Nick. I'm Ian. That's unenthusiastic, Ian. Well, I, I'm just, you know, I get yelled at when I change it up a little bit. So. Ooh, what was that? You <laughs> know, <all> crazy. <laughs> What's up with that? Uh, <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? So, I uh, figured I would just, you know, be normal. Is that, is that what your normal is? I, I don't know That's... what the fuck normal is. <laughs> um... As always, any uh, questions or comments, you can email at uh, contact at lifeandjournalpodcast.com. Uh, check us out on Facebook. On Twitter, we are at LIGpod. We're on Pod, being iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn Radio, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just about anywhere you can find us. We Anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find us. Absolutely. Um, and even go to our website, which is lifeandjournalpodcast.com, to get all of our previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, See the new... Ah, see, good, good, good calling, and I was gonna fucking forget yeah. all about it. You see our new logo. Design. So yeah, yeah, I, I've been working for the past I don't know month or so on a new logo, and I have wasn't I don't know. I didn't like it for a while. Mm-hmm. It's kind of growing on me. Yeah, you now. well, it, it's not that it's growing on me. I've had to make a bunch of changes to it, right. um, but I've gone back and forth with different colors and things, and I finally got it where I was happy with it, and everyone else kind of agreed. So. I don't think I've seen it yet. <laughs> yeah, I showed it to you. Oh, you showed me the final product? Yeah, I, show, okay. I showed you when I finished it, the night I finished it. Okay. Yeah, I, I just don't remember. I that. said, hey, Ian, here, I think I, I think I finished our logo. And I went, oh, here it cool. is. And you were like, yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, yeah, you've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> so uh, I've seen it. Now all you have to see it. Yeah, so I went live yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday was Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I post on uh, Twitter. Uh, it's our, it's, so it's on Twitter. It's on, if you go through Apple Music, um, it's on Apple Music. I don't think it's going to be on Podbean or any of that until I post our Next new, episode. this episode. Yeah. So you'll see it if you're listening to this, chances are. Yeah, yeah, you'll see it. And you're listening to it on Podbean. Correct. Um, Ian, what's the other big news that we have? That we're doing a show weekly? Yes, this is our first Weekly show. Right. Starting today, we'll be weekly going forward. Yeah. It's exciting. At least as long as I can do it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll see. At least we can always fall back to the bi-weekly thing. That's true. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about doing weekly shows. I honestly don't shows, see but... why we don't, can't do weekly. I don't know. I mean, it just, I mean. Well, well, we were doing weekly shows. Unless your wife decides to leave you and just leave the kids with you, too, and you're stuck being a single parent. Maybe well, then, but once I start nursing school, we'll see how <laughs> right that well, how, that's how cool. weekly shows work. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, for at least for the foreseeable future, we're going to go to weekly shows. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. I'm, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. Um, so as far as like topics for the week, real uh, quick, let me oh. let me interject. Oh, okay, yeah, there just, you go. it's just a real quick uh, correction from our uh, Craigslist episode, um, which was was that our last episode? No, was... it was two episodes ago, I think. Okay. But it's. It's been bothering me ever since I re-listened to it and realized what I told the story about the bug thing, and I didn't realize that I got that from a. It was it wasn't a Craigslist story. It was a thread for just like scary stories. So it was like a oh, made up story. Okay, that makes sense. Then. Which right? So I'm like, because I've seen weirder store weird stories on Craigslist things before that could be borderline supernatural. But that one stuck out, and I just like I, said, oh, I, I one... blended into my brain with all those other stories that I was going over, and it just it wasn't a Craigslist story; it was just a like a, a fan fiction type story from a website. By the way, that was our last episode. Was it our last episode? Creepy Craigslist stories was our last episode. That was episode fifty-eight. Yeah. Oh, you're right. 
Oh, yeah, because... Because Mandy was on yeah, that Mandy episode. Was on yeah, that I, episode yeah. I, I don't know why I forgot that. Um, so, yeah, if you don't remember it, the story, yeah, it was it had something to do with, like... A guy bu- wanting jo- a job and these old people with bugs all over. Yeah, and they're, like, bugs falling out of their mouth and stuff. Yeah, so it, was, it, it was, sounded really it's, off the wall. Yeah, and, you know, it was one of those stories where it's, like, obviously it's not real, but the fact that it, I th- originally thought, again, because it got blended in with all the other stories, that it was yeah. as part of Which, these, yeah, like, it's, it's easy to do. It's, so, but I just wanted to throw that out there because it's been... It's been bothering me it was fake ian news. it was exactly i was like uh uh-uh, no i can't do that i've got to correct myself there's people out there retelling oh man i heard somewhere i heard somewhere that there was <laughs> this happened and this is posted on craigslist and this yeah, happened the, this story it's totally true vote for trump uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 um I don't know. so we haven't done anything political in a while no it's been a while and uh and there really hasn't been anything of note Really well, either. there's been a lot of things to note, but it's just the same old same bullshit, bullshit. Yeah, so you know, every day, every fucking day, and it's uh, only going to get worse because what Mueller's talking about. They're talking about Mueller's report coming out this week. It's supposed to come out last night, and then it's, they're saying next week. I don't know. Uh, who knows? I don't when know. that fucking thing comes out, it's just that's. I mean, that's going to dominate the fucking news for ever. Maybe, maybe not. It's even if it's, they could have absolutely nothing, and it could come out and just say, "Nope, President was completely right." Nothing, nothing going on, and it'll still dominate the news for two fucking weeks. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I yeah. just, I have a feeling it's going to be like a big nothing burger. Well, it it makes no difference if it's not. Yeah, that's the thing. So, so there was a uh, a green new deal that was proposed, and I've got a list of all these prominent politicians that have come out in favor of this. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot, of, most of them I would assume are progressives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, left of maybe yeah, slightly got, left of the Democratic so Party. So Cory Booker has come out in favor. Uh, well, Kirk, Kirsten Gillibrand exactly has come out. Party. Al Gore, Kamala Harris, Van Jones, uh, Stephanie uh, Stephanie Kelto, which is Bernie Sanders' economic advisor for his mm-hmm. 2016 campaign. Uh, Joe Kennedy the uh, third, Paul Krugman, Bill Maher, Ed Markey, AOC has come out. Bernie Sanders himself has come out in favor of it. Jill Stein. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, Ron Wyden, and there's a bunch of Democratic uh, or and progressive organizations and think tanks that have come out in favor of it too. Mm-hmm. And it kind of got me into, like, I've heard people talk about it, but what exactly is it? Mm-hmm. And and what's its purpose? Um, and, and that's kind of what I was the whole, my idea behind the topic. Well, trying to be simplistic about it, and this is because I was trying to explain it to someone else this week. As simplistically as possible, because I mean, I was doing it through a type message. So, um, I essentially pointed out if you're aware of what the New Deal was, Roosevelt's New Deal. Yeah, it's a version of that for a green economy. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because on February seventh, uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, I think that's how you say her name, right? Her and Ed Markey released a 14-page resolution for their idea of a green new deal mm-hmm. um and it wasn't really specific right in what it entailed um but basically it was just a set of proposed economic stimulus programs um in the u.s aimed to address climate change and, and economic inequality okay is, is what their idea was behind it okay um and yeah like i said it, it kind of combined roosevelt's economic approach with modern ideas you know like uh like well like, his, his, like renewable energy yeah. um well infrastructure 
I mean, that's essentially the New Deal was a lot of infrastructure. It was. Jobs and programs to put people back to work. Um, and in the same sense with this is same same principle, but working on infrastructure using green technologies, as I understood it. Um, because it all, it'll all kind of work itself out. On the surface, when you look at it, that's what I get from it. Yeah. It all, it'll all work itself out. It'll boost jobs. It'll create new industries. And it'll focus on taking care, or at least making an attempt to to kind of combat climate change a bit. Yeah. So, um, but the funny thing is, this is actually it sounds like to me, and from what I read about it, based on a proposal from Jill Stein's presidential campaign in 2012, mm-hmm. um, which was one of her top priorities that she listed was the creation of a green new deal. Right. Um. But yeah, the the fourteen page resolution resolution uh, focused on um, uh, transition to one hundred percent renewable energy, um, including electric cars, high speed rail. Had talked about universal health care, fair minimum wage. Even though I kind of have an issue with the way it's phrased, mm-hmm. um, f- who decides what fair is? Right. Um, and breaking up monopolies and there's a bunch of, there's some other things too, but just, those are like the, the key, right. the which, key points, which a majority of America yeah. w- would get behind. And it, and it makes sense that you would put the new deal title over that because a lot of that was stuff that Roosevelt had to do too, in a sense. Yes. In a sense. But I think doing, putting that label on it also kind of polarizes it. Oh, it definitely would. Cause the Republicans, even, even the moderate Republicans of the seventies, sixties, seventies and eighties. Even maybe you can go back as far as the fifties. They did not like the New Deal. No, they did not like Roosevelt's plans, and they did a lot. They tried really hard to circumvent a lot of Roosevelt's, and a lot of it's things. been, and a, a lot, lot of it's gone. A now. lot of it's gone now. Yeah, they've succeeded, but it took um, them many, many. But years. It, it the the title New Deal is still kind of like this boogeyman out right, there, right? Right. And I think it's it was, like up there with welfare. And, yes. Yeah. 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 So. Even though there's not not a welfare program, right. it's a umbrella term for many different programs. Right. Um, so yeah, I think the deal was yes, exactly. So I think they kind of made a mistake with the branding, which Democrats typically do. Mm-hmm. Democrats are terrible with branding; they're terrible with messaging. Right. It's just another example of that. And there's actually been several rather prominent economic uh, economists that have actually come out against this. Okay. Uh, one being. Um, I don't remember the guy's name, Edward something. Uh, he was a, uh, he was the, he was the guy that developed the global green new deal for, um, the UN, uh, in Oh nine or Oh 10. Oh 10. Oh nine. 2009 or 2010. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> but, uh. but, uh, I got the quote here for him. It says he, he opposes a massive federal jobs program, and that uh, the government would end up doing more and more of what the private sector and industry should be doing, which is kind of true. Um, but yeah, he said but sometimes he, you need that because the private private sector isn't doing it fast. No, no, no. But he said what he, what he prefers and what he thinks would be more effective would be carbon pricing, like like a carbon tax uh, or a cap and trade system. Yeah, but see, they've been trying for that for a long time. They can't sell that. Well, that's kind of my issue with the whole Green New Deal. Right. Is I think they're trying to sell a bag of goods that, frankly, I don't see any of it being able to be passed. Right. Not that it shouldn't be, because I think not overall, that be. overall I think it's a good it's a good plan. I, I also think it's a pie in the sky 
know, it could be wish I mean, upon a rainbow kind of thing too. I kind of think about it, and I'm like, and I've been very pessimistic about things like that, and and agreeing agreeing with what you're saying. However, I I keep wondering, Trump is kind of a pie in the sky situation for the other side, in a sense. The type of candidate that he is, the type of president that he is, is appealing to a small percentage of people, but mm-hmm. most of us never would have imagined that they would get that. He was kind of that pie in the sky for them. Okay. And they got him. So what's to say that eventually well, we couldn't get our our pie in the sky, this you know grand new idea of way th- way things should be done? So, okay. So let me put my, my political cap on. Okay. And- it's a, it's a hideous cap. Nah, oh, fuck off. Uh, so, you know, this is just somebody that's been paying attention to politics for 30 years or so. Sure. What I would think would be a better plan, if I was a strategist, mm-hmm. would be to go after parts of this. Okay. Parts that you think you can pass mm-hmm. and try to focus on the 2020 presidential election. Okay. And once you actually get power... Then try to propose some of these things and go after some of the bigger pieces of it. Right. Because right now, you're spending political capital on what? Because you know it will never pass the Senate. And even if it did, you've got a president that wouldn't sign it. Right. Right. So what do well, you do? I got the impression that a lot of this is kind of coming to light. Even no, though it's not. Cor- a, it's Cory Booker and these guys are, are using this in their, in their in platform their, in their for 2020. But it's, it's looking forward to 2020. It's not. It's not like, hey, let's do this now. It's it's all in preparation for. But I see what you mean about using it as political capital because it gives the other side something to attack. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I get I get what you mean there for sure. I don't know though. I mean, if they if they do it right, and that's asking a lot because Democrats, like you pointed out, do not generally do it right. Nope. Really if, bad at if that. If you can push the 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 the, the parts of the, of this deal. That focus on getting jobs. See, and that's what I'm saying. And maybe even focus it to the um, the agricultural issues because that's it, the the farmers. They're the ones that Trump screwed, but also still vote for him. Yep. So if we can, if the, the Democrats can get some of them on their side <clears throat> and point out that some of these new greener ways of doing things would benefit them just as much as as the, as the world in general. Yeah. You know, I really think that would make a difference, but they really have to no, work on it, getting that message out the right way. And that's and that's my thing. Instead of do, trying to say, okay, here's this grand green new deal that mm-hmm. we want to push and we want to do all these programs, why not come out and say, you know, we've got an economic plan to better the future of America and just kind of leave it at that. Right. And then use some of these really popular uh, policy ideas under that umbrella and just move forward from there. Right. And then, and then, like I said, look forward to 2020. If you win the election, then try to tackle some of these bigger things like universal health care and things right. like that, that, you know, like I said, universal health care probably wouldn't pass the house, even though the Democrats have control. Right. Of it. Definitely wouldn't pass the Senate and it, and it definitely wouldn't be signed in by a president. Right. Well, unless the president was a Democrat, but it wouldn't, like you said, it would make it pass the Senate. No. Um, I honestly think, Healthcare, universal healthcare is going to have to be taken off the table for a while. Oh yeah, I mean, just not not forgotten. Healthcare in general has been polarized also yeah. in the last six years, right? But universal healthcare is not going to sell years. right now. It's just not. It, no. People, if if the if the public truly wanted it, we would have it. The only way 
that the universal healthcare is going to take is is going to happen in the United States is that the it's going to have to go through, through the same process that it went through when Canada passed it, mm-hmm. which was it started in one province in Canada. They showed that it could work, right. and it spread to the other provinces. Which is the same thing that, doing in the U.S. because there's certain cities that have already adopted. Okay, that. but you aren't you aren't going to have it take hold in the United States until you have several states, and not mm-hmm. just California pass it. Right. You know, because you, you, you know you've got to have someone outside California, you know, whether it be Vermont. Um, yeah, because the South doesn't trust California. No, they don't. They don't, and a lot of the Midwest doesn't trust California either. Mm. Um, you know, but until you have other states adopt a policy and show that it works, it's not going to pass in the United States. Right. Regardless, it doesn't matter if there's ninety percent approval for universal health care. It's not going to fucking Which pass. Which there the isn't. States. That's the that's the, the no. hard part. It's no. It's it, high. It, it's, it's high. It's, but it's it, not ninety. It's, it's over fifty percent. Yeah, but it's not enough, and that's what I mean. It's it just really needs to come off the table for a while. Yeah, and let it maybe like you said, let it kind of maybe um, you know grow in the states yeah. on state levels. You, and, use and, the states as a petri dish and yeah. kind of grow it there, and, and then hopefully it'll take out. Yes, because I mean it needs to, but it's 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 a lost cause. Bernie couldn't win on it. And Hillary didn't even try. Yeah. And when she did try, she was obviously not behind it enough to no to you know passionately enough to sell it. And it's just it's not it's not a sellable thing. So yeah. I think that just needs to come off the table altogether. And there's too many people who say we can't afford it. Well, see, and that's so. the funny thing is I was I was reading um, an article in the last couple of days while I was doing show prep for this, mm-hmm. um, and it was talking about universal health care in other countries in the world larger countries mm-hmm. uh i don't remember the countries exactly that it went through but um and, and it broke down how much it cost per person i think it used it even i think it used the canadian model okay and it said in the united states if you're making forty thousand dollars a year as an individual you would pay i want to say it was like 150 dollars a month for health insurance okay which is more than i'm paying now okay it's less than I'm paying, but right. Well, one hundred and fifty dollars a month, but it's. I thought it was wrapped up into the taxes. It is. Well, it, it, through taxes, it's what that's what you'd be oh, paying a month. Because okay. I because I, I think it was taxing me enough because it was like four or five percent. Oh yeah, I mean you're you as an individual making what you make, your ta- you would it, your taxes would definitely go up on it. Yeah, well, understandable, but that's that's a huge jump. It would be four or five percent, whether whatever the number was. That wouldn't be one hundred fifty dollars. One hundred fifty dollars would be closer to twenty percent more of what I'm already paying. No, I'd say I think it was like right around whatever that number was, like one hundred fifty bucks. Well, for me, at about forty thousand a year, what I'm already paying per per check. Oh yeah, is is that's another twenty twenty to thirty percent more than what I'm already paying. Correct. Correct. So my taxes are still going up more than four percent. They're going up more like no, 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 no. What what I'm saying is it would be four to five percent of your monthly income would be your would be your your tax bill for your insurance. Still would four percent. I don't think that would be. I'd have to look at the math on that. But um, what do you think it would be? I mean, it's eighty bucks. Oh, by oh well, no. It'd be one hundred and thirty-three dollars. Yeah. I just did the math. It would be $133 a month. Man, well, I already have 25% of my check taken out every week. Yeah. I mean, that's that's more than 
I, you know, granted, I'll get a lot of that back. I haven't even filed my taxes yet, but I'll get a lot of that back. But twenty five percent is a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a lot of money coming out of my check. No, yeah. um, already. But I mean, but that's, but that's what I'm saying, and that's what, and that's where the issue, that's where the the stumbling block that they run into right. when they try to approach a situation like this, because it would have to be a number like that mm-hmm. to make the system work. Right. So if you want, if you're in favor of universal health care, that's the kind of number you're looking at. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said individuals, you know, and that's and that's where the 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 issue comes up when you talk to younger twenty somethings. In middle America, when you talk to them about healthcare, they're looking at saying, well, I don't even use this. Right. Why am I having to pay such a big bill every month mm-hmm. for universal healthcare? Now, because- I can understand that because that's, that's a lot. My, I have really good health insurance and I'm only paying $45 a month. For yeah. It, and I've got really good insurance. Mm-hmm. And granted, it's just me paying for that's your 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 rate is higher because you're paying for an entire family. But- what you're paying for an entire family is really low and for really good insurance. Yeah. So, and that's per person, you said, right? That's not per household. So you would still be paying $150 per, per person in the household. Well, every working individual, so it'd be me and my wife, yeah. We'd each pay that. Okay. But, so right now you pay... But see that, but see, Right that, now you pay a little over 1% a month. That's But see, that's my point, though. That's where the, that's where the correlation to that I, I is breaking down in my brain. Um, if, and, I, and, I'm, and let me play devil's advocate here, because I think I am. If it's $150 for every working individual, mm-hmm. what is the percentage of people who are not working to the people who are working? Okay. And well, I'm all gen- for- gen- Generally, the people that aren't working... Are on universal health care already. Right. But they're, I, I guess, wouldn't, wouldn't that have, couldn't that be factored in then? Because we're already technically paying for them too in our taxes to a degree. Yeah. So wouldn't that lower that, that monthly rate that we would be paying already? The number 4 to 5% because is. Because basically what I'm saying is, is the, the tax that comes for, from us if we went universal should be based on strictly just the working people because the other non-working people are already covered. Okay. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I guess that would increase the cost, wouldn't it? If you have less people Okay, but look at it this it. way. What do you pay in the in what do you pay into what's your what's your uh Medicaid per that comes out of your pay, paycheck? How much that is? I don't know, I have to look at you it. You have to look at cuz that would be gone. It's not that much, though. I know that. And it's not that much what I pay for my insurance, which also would be gone. Um, it might cover, we'll say, but it would ballpark, ma- I would pay, it would make up. It would make, up, it would make, up, it would make up a chunk of it. Yeah, out of the 150 a month, it would probably bring that down to, I mean, if just take that money that I'd be, you know, putting back into my check relative to what's coming out. The one fifty would be the equivalent of say maybe like ninety dollars a month. You think it's that low? No, I mean I, I'm saying what it would what that hundred and fifty would become. Okay. You know, if you figure out the forty four dollars I pay for my insurance and then whatever's coming out for Medicaid and all that. Yeah. 
But I'm just, I'm it's, just it's, it's, I would say it's close to fifty or sixty dollars total. I'm just saying that it's that's not the, that much. That's that's the the balancing act that they're running a new issue with, and that's right. why you're right. I mean, that's why it needs to be shelved for a while. I think right. until somewhere someone is able to actually go in. See, and that's but see, that's based on our current level of spending too. There's a lot of programs that we could really look at cutting back on paying, specifically military spending. There's a huge chunk of military spending that is completely unnecessary, uh, and that would that could lower those costs right there. And real quick, yeah, I pay forty dollars a month for your Medicaid for Medicaid. Yeah, so that's that was, I was, I was pretty close then. Yeah, so I mean, it would actually be closer to like a hundred bucks a month, but instead of one fifty, the equivalent of. So yeah, that's why I just think is before we get too off on, on the subject. That's why I think it's 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 better to focus. On I just don't passable. think they can win on it. I just don't think no. they can't win on it right now. So there's no point in No. And I mean hell, even even Nancy Pelosi came out and mocked the Green New Deal a couple weeks back. Well she's going to because she's a corporatist and, and you know, I I I'll hey, I'll commend her on how she's handled Trump, but she's 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 to the right of Reagan. Well, I wouldn't say that. On a lot of things, she's to the right of the Reagan, Reagan, and she's owned by the fucking corporations. Yes, well, she, she a is, lot, a lot of she's, both sides she, of mine. Yes, but she's she's been in their pockets almost her entire career, and nothing she does is ever going to change. She's not going to do anything to hurt that. Well, no, because she really because she because she doesn't have to because she, you know, it gets elected in California where. You know, if if my shoe came out as a, as a Democrat, could win in most of, in, in most elections in in California. Right. I mean, fair enough. Just it's just the way it is. Fair enough. So what does she, she have to worry about? She's. Uh, I don't like her. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a. I'm she's, not a fan of her. She's the worst. She's kind of the worst example, or the best example of the worst of the Democratic Party. Yeah. I didn't. I would not have supported her for speaker. Like I said, I, I get the argument that no one would have stood up to Trump the way she has. No. But, you know, I just, it's kind of like making a deal with the devil, and I just, I don't like her. Yeah. I really don't like her. No, I, no, I understand. Um, so, a while back, after this all came out, the Green New Deal, mm-hmm. uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez put on her website a a detailed list of what her idea of a Green New Deal okay. would look like. Yeah. And... For one reason or another, it was quickly taken down okay. off her website. And uh, you mentioned this, but now I want to know why it was taken down. Do we know why it was taken down? Well, I'm going to get into that once I get okay. into what what some of the proposals were. It's specifically two in general. Okay. Um, but so your probably your favorite representative, uh, Liz Cheney from uh, Wyoming, was it actually went on my the, favorite? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Liz Cheney. Um, so she anyway. actually. So there's a website you can go through. It's called the Wayback Machine, where you can go. That's the name of the website? Yeah. Okay. But if you just Google Wayback Machine, you can go through and look at archived websites. Uh-huh. So someone in her office or somebody that did it for her went through and actually got the the Green New Deal proposal off of AOC's website. And Liz Cheney entered it into congressional record. So it's public knowledge now and it's not you know because if so that's you, and that's what's making me wonder what's what's in this in her her proposal that 
is so appealing to the GOP well, to get it out there. I'll kind of jump forward because it was one of the last points I was going to bring up. Uh-huh. Um, so it says that one of them is uh, economic security to all who are unable or unwilling to work. Was I'm uh-huh. the because I have a big issue with that also. Oh, of course, anyone would. Yeah, any rational person. Does not want to support someone who is unwilling. So to she work. had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight key proposals up there. That was the last one she listed. Okay. So that was the kind of the one that she wanted you to 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 leave her website remembering, right? Okay, fair enough. And at least, at least that's kind of the way I would set up right. a list mm-hmm. or something like that. So yeah, I mean, so if it just said economic security to all those who are unable to work, I'd be fine with it. Right. But once you put in that unwilling, or, or unwilling, yeah. Yeah, you lose you everybody. You lose everybody. Well, you lose anybody who has to work for a living and, you know, puts in their time. Yeah. Because that plays into the narrative that the Democrats just wanted to create this big nanny state. Right. I'm sure that's probably why it got pulled down. That's the key. Reason. I think that, I think that that's the key. Well, and as, also the fact that she wants to talk about how they weren't how they aren't able to cut emissions from cows yet also. I you say that and I think I heard something about that. You're never going to cut emissions from cows. No, no, no. Because that's that's what that's what it said in there was one of the. So I kind of read through his website, and one of the things I pulled out, it said this is a direct quote from her website. Says the Green New Deal sets a goal to get to net zero rather than zero emissions at the end of this ten year plan because we aren't sure that we will be able to fully get rid of, for example, emissions from cows or air travel before then which means that you plan on getting rid of emissions from cows at, at some, some point, point in the future. How the fuck do you do that? Put a cork in their ass so they don't fart anymore? That's uh, so that's I uh, can think of a lot of Americans who probably need that as well. <laughs> Touche. Touche. <laughs> um, <laughs> um so that's where this shit kind of really bothers me. Right. Well, it it goes to a point of ex- it's not even extremism. It is extremism in a sense, but it's extremism and the, the idea that I don't think they're actually thinking about this stuff. No. They're kind of just going with it. It's no, someone of, has to be thinking of it. Uh, yeah, could but you, could it's you, like the hippie chick in, in, in college who, you know, she just kind of clings on to something. Like yeah. the one guy who just seems to sound smarter than all the other guys and just goes with it. Even though if you actually listen to the shit he says, it's, stupid. it's fucking stupid. Could you imagine going... Not even like into a, a debate, but like even on the campaign trail and getting up on a stage and having a discussion about stopping emissions from cows. Well, the argument is, is that you don't have you don't and have, wanting to support people that don't want to work. You don't farm cows. That would be the argument because you're going to get all the, the the vegan hippies. And that's probably where it came from. At some point, it, it trickled into it from there. The idea that that meat meat farming or meat cultivation is a detriment to the to the to the environment, which it is to some degree. There are things we can do to kind of clean it up, but if we stop farming cows, and let them kind of just be free range, the emissions will go down. They would still walk around and fart. They would still walk around and fart, but they wouldn't be fed <laughs> garbage food, which That's, you know they are. Yeah, and which would reduce the emissions and the mass quantities of them wouldn't be. It's there. not a measurable amount. It's it it, it can be, but it's not. It's not the problem. No, that is not. Cars that pump dead dinosaur fumes into the atmosphere are the problem. Coal fire plants are the fucking yeah. problem. Our wastefulness as as a species is the problem. It has nothing to do with our 
But see, people attack the things they, they either yeah. don't like or don't understand. So you're going to have this huge part of this this green idea. Oh, we have to go after the meat. The meat industry is what's causing a lot of the problems. Yeah. It's not. They just don't like fucking meat. And they or they they like animals so much they don't think that we should eat them. It's it's a it's it's a it's an inherited it's an inherent bias. Yes, towards, exactly. Towards an industry, right. and that's and that's kind of the problem. It's with, the same thing with the coal industry. People but see, are, and that's the problem with the Democratic Party in general. Or, every, or people in general. Every bi- yeah, not the Republicans though. They they whether they have bias or not, they follow they toe the line. Whereas Democrats don't. They follow their bias, their own bias, and. It, it's it's to our own detriment. We are all yeah. and we're all guilty of it. Some of us more than others. Um, instead of looking at a big picture, and like for example, the Pelosi thing, I don't like her. I do not like her. But she's serving a purpose. And if it came down to it, and I had to vote between her and a Republican in her place, I would vote for her every time. I know someone who would not who would shoot himself in the face before he voted for Nancy Pelosi for anything. That's part of the and, problem, and exactly, and and specifically that's how, that's how Trump how he elections. felt about Hillary, yeah. and how he feels going forward. If it's not uh, X, Y, or Z candidate, he would rather vote for Trump. Fuck the millennials, man. He's younger than that. no. Um, uh, so I don't know what the next generation is after millennials, but that's him. He's a good kid, but he's, he's smart. But he's you know he's he's smart because he listens to our show. Yes, he does. He we're, does. Calling, we're calling you out if you're listening. <laughs> um, you know who you are. Um, but it's that narrow bias that that you can't see the big picture. What do you back out bang on the desk for? Because it's that? there. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I'm just. I was. I was. You're into it. I was. You're, yes. Yeah. I was channeling. Well, I was channeling my my uh, early shows of Nick because you used to bang on the. desk. I did too. bang on the desk a lot. Yeah, so um, until I put headphones on, I realized you could really hear that. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's our problem, and and. That's what's going to hurt this green deal. It's going to hurt it all because we can't get past our own specific bias of little things and look at the big picture. Yeah. Republicans, for what it's worth, they are, they see the big picture. Oh yeah, so they, they go know, after it. They're, they know, they're able to stick together for the most if part. We, if we follow th- this, 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 and this, they were able to stick together and, and elect Trump exactly so. because they knew that the big picture is yeah. we get our tax cuts. Yeah, we create dissent amongst the people with the with the wall. And we can keep doing what we want to do to keep 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 the money filtering upwards yeah. rather than outwards. It just I found it really interesting, and I don't want to get off on this because we could talk about this forever. Right. It's just the fact that the party that used to be the party of family values votes Voted for Trump. Votes for Trump. <laughs> well, I think Bill Maher said it last week. I haven't watched this week's episode. He said it last. I week. haven't watched him in months. Yeah, so. he uh, said something. The evangelicals. Thanks, the, Dish Network. Yeah, they don't. The evangelicals don't like him. They, he's not. He's not what they would have chosen. But they. Well, they, but they stick. They, they, they stick, stick with him it. because he's got the R in front of his name. That and he gave him the. He gave him the Supreme Court. Yeah. Um, they got exactly what they wanted. Their their bias was paid off by sticking to the big picture narrative. Democrats don't work that way. That's not exactly how religion should work either. But well, but let's not get off on that. No. I, and, I, and I would agree that's not how it should work. But that's how it's worked pretty much since it started. So yeah, well, it's, you it's, know. It's, you're never going to change that. Nick, I know no that. matter that's, how, that's how why. Hard you I, that's that's why. As much as you dislike religion as a whole, I dislike modern 
churches, basically. I'll yeah, leave, the old churches, the old churches burnt people for not believing. They wiped out entire yeah. villages for not believing. They, they so you want that old timey no, religion no, no, back? No. I, I just don't. Like, they haven't moved very far from that. No, the only thing keeping them That's from doing that again is laws. Is laws, um, and even that can change. So okay, so I, I kind of wanted to get into some of the proposals okay, that yeah, she has yeah, listed yeah. on here. Um, kind of like the key header on it, uh, the way that she described the Green New Deal on her website. It said, uh, a 10-year plan to create a greenhouse gas neutral society that creates unprecedented levels of prosperity and wealth for all while ensuring uh, economic and environmental justice and security. Okay, I guess Fair that. enough. You and I get that, but yeah. she needs to change the wording. She needs to basically dumb it down. Yes. That, that To me, that what you and I get from that is uh, lots of jobs in new industries that will grow and grow and grow and clean up the environment at the same time that she should just keep it that she needs to keep it simple. Yeah. You know, no, and I agree. And that's where the, people that's don't where the understand branding it. problem comes yeah. from. Cause either people aren't going to understand what she's saying or they're going to think she's talking down to them cause she's using big words. Yeah. So, but okay, continue. <laughs> no, I mean, that's no. you're, you're right on. I was yeah. like, I was going to just make the point that, you know, if you're talking to a coal miner in West Virginia, I'm not trying to say coal miners are dumb. No, they're not. Um, but if you're you're talking to, you know, individual X, Y, and Z in rural America, a lot of them, why, yeah, you, you're not gonna you're not gonna appeal to them describing something that way. Right? Yeah, they're not dumb. They just they they went to the coal mines either right after high school or even before high school was ended, and that's yeah. that's the life they've lived. It's they're that's, just, it's that's, an education thing. The, it's not an that's not thing. just the life they've lived. That's the life that they're, they lived. Their, their father lived. Grand, their grandfather lived. Their great grandfather right. lived. And then and that's, just, and that's part what I mean. of their... it's, it's as simple as just talking to these people and saying, look, we understand this is in your blood, but l- let's give you something similar, but safer and cleaner, something that you can do and retire from and actually enjoy your in retirement instead of dying at the age of 60, yeah. you know, because you got black lung and <laughs> what's wrong know? with what's wrong with black. Lung? I don't know. I'm trying to give myself black lung all the time, <laughs> yeah. every day. Um, so, so the first proposal on there, it said, uh, and I think this is something that probably everyone can kind of get behind. It, it's it really, depends on how it's worded, but it, sure. It says a job with, it says that uh, it guarantees to everyone a job with family-sustaining wages. Okay, what's that exactly? Right. Uh, family family and medical leave, vacations, and retirement security. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's, that's simple enough, yeah. So, simple enough. I mean, and d- people who have decent jobs get that. Yeah, it's the key is is trying to get it for everybody. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I, I guess my issue is, what is what do you classify as a family sustaining wage? Well, and how do you go about doing that? The hard the hard part of that is is that um, I read a study. This was many years ago, so it's probably even gone up since then. But the it wasn't a study; it was, a, it was an article, and it basically broke down a family of four in order to be able to afford. Uh, an annual weekly vacation and not put themselves in debt uh-huh. in order to to get it in meaning their bills are still paid everything's on on track yeah would need to have an annual income of $120,000 a year family of four one week so that to me I think that's high it is probably high, but that's, that's, that's also that's also saying not going into debt Meaning you're not using credit cards. I still think it's every, pretty damn high. That was, but that was that was ten years ago, maybe even longer, than I read that article. Yeah, I I would 
argue that that number is probably much lower. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I I can't I can't source the article because it's been so long. Since yeah. I I remember the numbers. That, I, I would argue that number is probably closer to, say, 95 to 105, maybe 110,000. If you really still, push it. even if it's even if it was 95,000 dollars a year. I know when you're when you're talking about not everyone's the average make household income income in the country is what like 45,000 dollars. That's yeah, if, if and you I would take say out, that's if, even probably, if you take out the top like one or two percent. Yeah, I would say that's probably fair. And if you, and if you, maybe um, if you're averaging, if you're averaging. I would say maybe even a little lower. Yeah, I would go say thirty five thousand would probably be more accurate. Um, I read not too long ago, or I saw it on TV. They were talking about it. I don't remember exactly the source, but uh, they they made a comment about how a majority of Americans couldn't survive a two thousand dollar emergency. Right. I mean, that's a big issue. That is, a, and yeah. there are a lot of things that can happen that could cost that kind of money. Oh, yeah. So, so, and that's why I understand it's it's probably a high number, but I'm sh- I'm just not sure it's one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Right, um, I think it's a little high, but still, it, my point is is that like I said, let's, even if we went argue you know point of argument where we'll lower it to say ninety thousand, conservatively, you can't have everyone making ninety thousand plus. No, so. How do you what like you pointed out? What is a sustainable income yes. for a family, or even a, in an individual? Because mm-hmm. an individual wouldn't need that much, but there comes a point where an individual is still making a lot less than yeah. a, than a couple. You know, because we're we're in a society where everyone works, or mm-hmm. you know, families work, husbands and wives alike. So, in, in a dual income. You might be able to hit that ninety thousand, yeah, or more, but a single income, you're never going to get anywhere near that unless you're working a really, you know, high end job. Uh-huh. So, in order to afford those same things, could could us? Yeah, I guess an individual might have more freedom to do that. Yeah, but how do you quantify that? I exactly. guess is what I'm arguing. And that's how- kind of that's kind of my issue with it yeah. too. Um, the next couple ones, I pretty are it's pretty straightforward. I don't think there's really any kind of issue. I'll just kind of knock them out real quick. Uh-huh. The next one says it guarantees uh, high quality education, including higher education and trade schools, which I think trade schools yeah. are a great and thing. And Bernie's de- been pushing for and that Democrats too. for a long time have been pushing college education, which I understand. Two years free, yeah. But but the I other do. thing is they also need to push trade schools. Oh, I agree. Because there's that a lot too. there's there's a lot of trade jobs in this country that are going unfilled because there just aren't people right. able to fill the job. And there's those a lot a lot, a lot of those jobs are high paying jobs. They are high paying. And um are necessary, I mean hugely necessary. Yeah. Um uh, the next one says it guarantees high quality health care, which it does come out and say universal health care. It just says high quality. So And I guess then that's see that that begs other questions. What is classified as high quality? Yeah. You know, cuz I would say that what we have for the most part, it's pretty high quality. It's decent quality. I mean, we pay more per person for our health care than most of the rest of the industrialized we world. We do. And we get- I'm not looking at the get, cost. And, we get, and the, we get lower health care outcomes than a lot of those countries. I have a feeling that has a lot more to do with how we treat ourselves. Maybe. Too. It may. Um, but that's, again, it's, it's difficult to quantify that. So. Yeah, it is. Um, the next one says guarantees clean air and water. Don't really you can't see. guarantee that, though. Well, yeah. We can guarantee that we stop people from p- dumping toxic waste into our water. We, can you? 
You well, could, we could. You, we could you, if we didn't have uh, politicians in the pockets of corporations who see, don't do And that. this is kind of the big thing. This was one of the big ideas that Bernie Sanders kind of started on. And I know this whole socialist thing gets thrown around. Yeah, it does. And everyone has kind of demonized it. It's not socialism that he's pushing. Right. It's democratic socialism. And I know you're kind of splitting hairs on it. But kind you of the, are, but you're so, not. So the main kind of principle, and I've heard Bernie Sanders talk about this for over a decade now. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Bernie Sanders used to always say, you know, his idea of what social democratic socialism is, is taking the things that everyone uses, you know, water, air, uh, insurance, health, in, you know, healthcare, education, and not allowing corporations to make a profit off of it. Taking the commons is what he always said. The things that the things that everyone needed to survive every day on, which theoretically are things that government should be taking care of. Exactly, and he and and his idea, his main principle was returning that because a lot of our water plants and and electrical companies or electrical grids. They're all owned and run and operated by for-profit companies. Right. You know, taking those and returning them back to us, the, the people, which in turn runs the government, you know, because right. we, we elect our politicians. Right. And that's, a, and that's kind of the main principle behind democratic socialism. And it gets lost on this, oh, you know, you want to turn us into Venezuela and this right. and that. And well, C- and Cuba. And, and, and when and, it does get through even a, a little bit, the other side's talking points are, well, government can't do anything right. So why would you want to give them your water? Well, because the government ran the water for a long fucking right. time. The government- but the argument you could bring up Flint and all that other stuff, but they'll leave but, out the part about the profit part of that. Yes, exactly. That's what, and, that, that's and, that, and that's and, because it came down to it. We're claiming the government. Yes, but it was actually government. crony capitalism bullshit. Exactly, exactly. But they don't see that. They just see well. Snyder and his whoever else it was, you know, he was trying to help his buddies make a quick buck. Exactly, was what, what it came down to. So, again, and it's it's funny because it's 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 a Republican governor doing crony capitalism, like you pointed out. And when we go to blame him, it just becomes oh, it's government's fault. Yes, yeah, you know. And then they 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 basically it's self uh, self fulfilling prophecy. Exactly, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. And, prophecy, and they do it on purpose. Yeah, I, I really do think they do it on purpose. Well, they do it. They do it knowing full well that at the end result is going to work out even if they get caught. Because all they care about is the bottom line. Right. Because that's how corporations run nowadays. You well, know, that's how they've always run. It's just no, now they have no. The, there for a long time, if you ha- if you wanted to have a corporation, mm-hmm. um, you know, it had to be shown that you were doing some good to the community to be able to be incorporated. Mm-hmm. You know, and we've gone away from that. Now it's you know it, it doesn't matter if they're polluting you know the the stream and and polluting the the air and you know dumping radioactive material everywhere and killing everyone and giving everyone cancer in the community it doesn't fucking matter right. just as long as the profits go up and the shareholders get you know a they're, bonus every year right they're golden parachutes yes you know that that's what it comes down to and that's i mean that's a sickness in our society it is that, that but it, it's not going to go away it's not going to go away because even the, even the the good guys the word, what we classify as the good guys are still in the pockets of the corporations exactly um, the next one, I, I mean, at first, I didn't have a problem with it, and then I kind of thought about it, and it says it guarantees healthy food. Okay. Who decides what healthy food is? Right. And, and, are you going to ban McDonald's? I mean, even well, though- there, are, there have been Democrats, I know the, that. the extreme ones, who have suggested that, that. Look at what they did in New York, where they made them made 
illegal to sell sodas in larger than 16-ounce bottles. Yeah. I mean, that's essentially kind of the same thing. Uh-huh. All that does, it does nothing. It no, does it nothing. doesn't. You cannot legislate people's choices. And that's, that's, and that's the problem. And that's why I was like, okay, what do you consider healthy food? Do you consider it like safe food? Like it doesn't have like harmful chemicals in that's it? That's what it should be. Which is what it should be. Or is it we're not going to let you eat McDonald's or yeah. or anything that's going to be what, bad for we're you? Gonna de- we're going to decide what is uh, what is considered a healthy diet, and this is what's available to you. I guess that's where my like very small libertarian flag goes up. Like, right. well, hold on one second. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Yeah. No, I'm with you there, because I have, I have a small libertarian flag myself. Yeah. Mine might actually be a little bit bigger than yours. Um, my, I guess my thing is I don't think the government should tell me how to live my life. Just right. as long as I'm not hurting anyone else. Yes. If I want to. Well, and I mean, the same argument goes, I mean, you could point out, or you, I mean, you, you're a, you're a born again, non-smoker. So you understand. You, born you, again. Would, well, well, you I mean, are, you're, yeah, you yeah. have been for 10 years, you, you know, but than that. I mean, it, it, it took my dad to get years. lung cancer and almost die and have a lung cut out. But right. yeah, you know, it's like, but my, oh. let me, let me finish my point. I just think the born again thing is kind of a bullshit I, term, but perhaps I was being argumentative to a point, you know, just because okay. we're on to this for a second. Continue. But the, uh, we've, society has deemed that to be inappropriate in public places. So it has been pushed out of the, it's been pushed out of the restaurants and the, and. Which I'm fine with that. Right. It, and for what it's worth, at least as far as restaurants go, I kind of, I get it. You're, you're, you go with your family, you're a non-smoking family, you go to have a meal. The smoke can be annoying. I get that. And mm-hmm. you have kids, you don't want to expose them to it. I don't get it in bars because you have to be 21 to go in there and you're already going in there to put a poison in you anyway. Well, I don't know how the law is in Michigan. Is it you, zero? Zero. Because when I, when, when I lived in Tennessee, it was allowed in bars if it was only 21, 21 and over all the time. No. The only place, the only buildings in Michigan you can smoke in are smoke shops. And I think they've even moved that away from that. Smoke shops and casinos. And it's up to the casino to decide that. So the, the casino can say we, we're a non-smoking environment or they they allow it. That's that's it. Those are the only two places. But my that, and that's I'm not arguing any of that. I'm just pointing out that as a, as a case. So all the smoking's been pushed out. But now there's a group in Hawaii that wants to raise the legal smoking age to 100. So how? I mean, I, I don't know why. I, see, I mean, unless that's, that's the dumbest fucking thing. But that's and my me, point. Me as someone who I I don't smoke, right. I think smoking is stupid. But that's up to you to make that's your choice. That's my point. What I do in my own home or in my vehicle or outside away from people has no bearing on them. Yeah. That's my choice. I mean, if you can figure out a way to shoot heroin in your house without hurting anyone mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, anything like that. Fuck it, I don't give a shit. Shoot heroin in your house. Right. Well, that's my and that's that's kind of the point I was going at because that's that's the crazy of our party. Yeah. But again, the problem with Trump being the extreme crazy of his party is that he's bringing out some of the crazy of our party. Yeah. And that could potentially be a symbol of that because there are a lot of people there. That that's Hawaii's answer to we don't want you to smoke. Because it's unhealthy. We yeah. want you to be healthy. We're going to so try to legislate. We're going to legislate what you do yeah. in the privacy of your Which own home dumb. to yourself. At the same time, that marijuana is being legalized across the nation, and they're still going after smoking, which has been 
short of being banned has been you know litigated all the way to the to to the private sector. I mean, you can't smoke in public essentially. Which I mean, I is fine. Without without I mean, you can smoke if in designated outside, areas. I mean, and if you're fine. outside, I I'm, I'm sorry. If you're outside, you're outside. You're breathing in carcinogens from cars too. Well, yeah, but you know what? I I I I used to do it myself. And yeah. that's why I know that it goes on. I know people that they when it's special, it's cold outside. They don't want to walk too far, so they stand right, right outside the fucking door. Yeah, and, and I'm smoke. not. I don't, to, I don't want to walk through that shit when I'm walking into a building. Go some. Go away from the door. Ten and smoke. feet. I mean, ten feet away from the door is fine. That's yeah. that's that's really the law. Yeah. Uh, uh, in hospitals, it's fifty feet. Yeah. So. Uh, so the next one is that it it um, it, it guarantees. Hold on, I lost my spot. <laughs> guarantees me. safe, affordable, adequate housing. How can you guarantee that? That's kind of that's kind of how I kind of thought right. too. Is like how do you how do you guarantee safe housing? Right. Well, I mean, because you can you, afford. I mean, you can guarantee affordable housing, I guess. Um, I and, mean, and some I mean, standards there because affordable housing is generally going to be apartment ish kind yeah, of or like structures, yeah. row houses or something like yeah. that. You know, and they're going to be owned by somebody who's you know is responsible for maintaining. Yeah. Not, those, yeah, but. not having slumlords. Exactly. But how do you how do you guarantee safe housing? I don't think you really can. Safe and adequate. I mean, what's what do you qualify as adequate? Yeah. You know, I, I is, guess is, I guess that kind of goes do you back have, to do you have a uh, um a a room for every person and a bathroom and a half for every two people? Yeah. I mean, where do where do you where do you draw the line? And, and that's why I kind of come back to now after I go through this, I see why I got pulled off a right. website. Well, and it, it's but these what's are still, bothering me is that there's first of all she didn't replace it with anything. They yeah. her party her her it, um, well she did. did. It was replaced with vagueness. Well, that's even worse. Yeah, it would almost be better not to replace it with anything. Um, that's my problem, and it would it concerns me that a lot of that was there to begin with, because it either shows that someone wasn't paying attention, or somebody actually believes this shit. Because I'm on her side. I'm on that side. Yet that 90% of that, I think, is is bad yeah. bad ideas. So there's two more. So the next one is the guarantees economic environment free of monopolies. That's which that's, there, that's, that's honestly the only uh, one so far that I haven't had a problem with. Yeah, because you can't. How, how do you argue with that? No, right. I want to have mon- monopolies. Right. Monopolies are good. Monopoly is a fantastic game, I guess. Well, they're good for they're good for Apple and Amazon. Yeah. So, you know. Um, and we already said the last one, which is ac- economic se- security to all who are unable or, my favorite part, unwilling to work. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. If you're unwilling to work, you deserve to be homeless. Yes. Because that's what happens when you don't fucking work by yep. choice. If you are unable, that's a different story. But if you're unwilling, because none of us are fucking willing. Nobody gets up every day and goes, God damn it, I can't wait to get to work. Some people do. Maybe some, but the vast, vast majority. There are some days that I'm not look forward to going to work. I'm not. I I have no problem going to work because it's a neat and necessary thing. But given the choice, I would rather not. Okay. No. Oh, yeah. Fair Does enough. That fair fair enough. enough. Um. And I don't. I don't have a problem with what I do. I like the people I work with. So it's not torture to go to work. But again, given the choice, I would rather stay home. So if if I can have economic security without working, yeah. And I then that's a choice offered to me. 
I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't take it just out of principle. Uh-huh. But I, I'm not. I do not represent the vast majority of people. No. We know for sure people would take that in a heartbeat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I guarantee it. Um. So they, they have some other like. Some other statements on there after these proposals, right? And there's there's, there's one header that says, how will we pay for the Green New Deal? And what she posted on her website, at least I have to attribute to her because that's her website. Right. It says, uh, the Green New New Deal is a massive investment program, non-expenditure. The question isn't how how we pay for it, but what the cost is of inaction, which I kind of agree with. With some of that, if, if those things hold on, are... Hold on, okay, let me finish, I'll, though. Yeah, go ahead and finish it. And what will we do with our new our new shared prosperity created by investments in the Green New Deal, is what it says. Which kind of makes me kind of go back to... Uh, so every time Republicans pass tax breaks, Democrats say, well, how are you going to pay for it? And they say... Republicans always have the same answer. Oh, well, it'll pay for itself with through prosperity. Right. Isn't that trickle the same? Down. It'll all trickle down. Isn't that the same fucking thing she's yeah. saying there? Yeah, there's, there's, it's as vague as it can possibly be because it will have to be paid for. Yeah. A lot of that, especially given that very last one that, that, that drew your attention to it. Most the people who are unwilling to work are going to be a drain without it, without um, they're draining from the system rather and not giving anything yeah, yeah, back. Exactly. So, or, or as Mitt Romney famously said, they're takers, not givers. Well, and there's there's truth to that. There if, is. They're, if they're unwilling to work and they're just taking, then they're they fucking abs- takers. Absolutely. What he was talking about was just everybody who's not a millionaire. Yes. Um, but so basically, what what I'm saying is that has there has to be some. Is it? Do you think she said it like that in a way where she knows that she would have to raise taxes? Well, let me finish the. Let me finish because so otherwise, the, the, if she or is she just she knows, but she doesn't want to say that. No, or is she really completely no. lost in the idea that this will pay so, for itself? So the second part to that. So there, it, it was a the the rest of the of the line for how we pay for it huh. says we will finance the investments for the Green New Deal the same way we paid for the original New Deal, World War Two, the bank bailouts tax cuts for the rich, and decades of war with public money appropriated by Congress, is what it says. Which is fucking taxes. Which is fucking taxes. <laughs> okay. But who, and but see, again, that's not very clear on who's getting that the that, that tax bill. No. No. Because I, as, as painful as it would be, if it meant every human being in this country, every American citizen had health care, and they would not have to worry about it if they got sick and their loved ones got sick. I, 90 bucks a month doesn't seem so bad. Yeah. It still hurts and I still don't like it, but that doesn't seem so bad. But if you're going to tack on more onto me to cover this Green New Deal when the corporate tax rates and the and the 1% tax rates are already lower than what I'm paying on a, which, month, on a check-by-check basis as it is. Which is why I Bernie Sanders has another proposal out, uh-huh. um, which I, sh- I wish I would have wrote it down but he actually breaks down how he pays for how he pays for it and i know he's big on going after the rent and that's where a lot of the taxes go to it's it's returning tax rates back to what they should be say circa 1996 maybe oh even like 1980 when it was like 70 percent yeah i know that's too high you're the never top, the it, top, top. The top tax bracket was ninety percent until JFK high, dropped it to seventy. I don't think it should go above fifty. And then Reagan took it. I think it was Reagan took it from from seventy to thirty five. Right. 
I just, I, it's just harder to sell. If we can get it above 15%, because that's where it's at now. Yeah. That's where Trump got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, now granted, I, I'm just talking on a, on a paycheck to paycheck basis. 25% of my pe- check goes to taxes, where his tax rate, his base tax rate is 15%. Yeah. So why is it, I'm, I mean, granted, I'll get, to, I'll get it back. My base tax rate is about 13%, but that's still 13 and 15%. We're essentially paying the same percentage, and I have less to show for it because yeah. I'm not a fucking millionaire. And, that's, billionaire. Why, and that's why I think- It doesn't make any sense. So 15% is way too low. I think 70% is too high. Let's find, see, let's see, find a happy medium. The, the 70%, you're talking about people that are making, making you know, tens of millions of dollars are the only people that are going to be getting that 70% tax break. True, but they're they're the ones who control everything. So it's, we're going to have it to try be. and sell Okay, that. so anyway, that's... Uh, we still have to try and sell that. I, I, I think Bernie Sanders' proposals work better because the math... At works least, better, at yes. least At least theoretically works better. Um, I'd be happy if we could get them back, get the rich back up to thirty-five percent, because I think that's a reasonable goal. You're never, I, I, you are never going to get them up be above that. I you just never will. I don't think you're ever going to get them above uh, above fifteen percent. Probably not. And if we keep electing pro, uh, Republicans, it'll go. It yeah. could get, it could go lower. Yeah, probably. Um, so yeah, it's. It, I don't know. It, it, I think it's a. I'll go kind of go back to my original statement. I agree with some of the proposals in this. I think it was a very poor branding idea to go after this big umbrella term with the kind of information that they've put out there. Right. When it's some, if they could just sell it simple, they have, if they could just do it in a simple way. That's what I said in the beginning. You know, sell it as, okay, we have an idea for economic prosperity moving forward these are the proposals we want right. we want to do and, and it's green jobs green fucking jobs well and kind of and kind of going to that there was one more point i wanted to make um there was a question about the green new De- green new deal hurting communities that rely on jobs created by the fossil fuel industry um and it says that it will the the green new deal will ensure that all communities have a better alternative for high wage work before they transition away from fossil fuel industry work based industry based work. That's simple. That's but simple. I mean, how do you do that in rural in rural it's West simple. Virginia? It's simple. You you go to those places first and you offer them the training and when the job when you start building the infrastructure for it, you start building it there. Yeah. You okay. you you make that commitment to them to the coal miners and say, look, get out of the out of the coal mines, get into the classroom. We're going to teach you how to build solar panels. We're going to teach you how to build um, wind turbines, and we're going to teach you how to build electric uh, electric batteries and, and motors for for cars. But the problem is that's a, it's, it's that simple. And then they're in a factory doing clean work that actually helps the environment, not in the in the in the steel in the coal mines, and it, we we. Um, fulfilled a promise to them not to take away their jobs but to give them a like you said an alternative job that's just as lucrative and, and healthier what seems more realistic to me is you know the government would go in or private businesses would go in to i'm going to go back to rural west virginia communities right and say okay this is what we, this is what we want to do x y and z we want to move you away from your coal job into these right Realistically speaking, they're not going to be fucking interested in it, you know, because this is these, you know, coal factory jobs, these these dirty jobs are. And I don't want to, you know, 
not to great. I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to bash oh, no, on Raytheon for what they do, but this is their way of life, and it has been their way of life for 150 years. But if you point out to them that that way of life is going to end regardless, but not coal when you, is But not, not when you have people out there saying we're going to bring be bringing your jobs back. We're be good. We're, we're bringing the but coal industry not. back. They're not going to. We know that. We know that. They're still going out of work, and then we're giving them the alternative. We're, we're not saying we're bringing your jobs back. I'm we're just saying, saying your jobs are gone, but here's no, a good I, I understand that. Job. I understand that, but I, I just see it's going to be a very hard sell. It is. It's going to be a hard in, sell. In a lot think of the country. That sell is easier if we actually make those promises and adhere to those promises. Yeah. I don't know. And if that's what we do... Yes, it's going to be slow moving, but once people start seeing, okay, these guys are getting the, we're getting these jobs, we're getting this training. They're here. The jobs are here. Yeah. You know, Bob down the street isn't in the coal mine. Where's he been? Well, he's been in class. He's building. He's working on solar panels for houses. He's making the same amount of money or more than what he was making before, and he's not covered in soot every day, and he can breathe again. No, no, I understand. You know, once they start seeing it, it, it does make a difference. I, I, like I said, I just I just see it. It's gonna be. I, I think it's gonna be a hard sell. It is in a lot of parts of the country. Everything the Democrats are gonna have are gonna want to do is gonna be a hard sell. The key is is they need to learn how to sell it. Yeah. And they need to learn who to sell it to. Yeah. Stop campaigning. Don't fucking worry about California or New York. Don't go anywhere near that. Because yeah. they don't. Their your vote is. They've got you've got those votes. Go to West Virginia. Spend your time in West Virginia. Go to the rural parts of Ohio, Indiana, Michigan. The Rust Belt. Yes. And point out, this is what we need to do. This yeah. isn't about what we want to do. This is what we need to do. Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. And, I, and I agree. It's just, I don't know. It... West Virginia won't have any coal mines if the, if the half the fucking country gets flooded because the, the pole melts. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just go back and say that I think, think it's just kind of a, a poor... Poor branding. Yeah, and they don't know how to sell the message, no. and they don't know who to talk to. Yeah, it's it's it, to me it's that simple. Stop trying to st- fuck the money. Don't take the pack money, which a lot of them aren't. A lot of them still are. Don't take their fucking. Most of them still are. Yeah, don't take the pack money and just do do it like the old timers did it. Like the old politicians. Actually go out and talk to people. Go out and talk to people. And not go to your little, you know, pre- Fundraisers pre, and pre, no, pre, pre- Pre-planned town halls right. where questions Bar- are scripted. Bernie was doing some of that in 2016. He was just going places. I know. Do that more. Yeah. That's what's going to win. If you if you do that, if, if you can get one or two good Democratic candidates doing that, not all of them. They don't, there's too many of them anyway. Get two <laughs> yeah, of them, really. two, doing that. All across the country, talking to the people in the poorest areas, the people who are truly struggling, and tell them, look, we want to get you working. We those, want to get you those Those jobs. are the people that will be up for the nomination. Yes. Yeah. And it makes Trump look even worse because of how he spends his fucking weekends golfing with his rich buddies. Yeah. If you're out there talking to them and tell them, look, <laughs> I'm here. It's Saturday afternoon, and I'm here talking to you because you're the person I want to work for. Yeah. What's Trump doing? He's golfing right now. Oh, no, I know. I He's taking his executive time. Yeah. <laughs> so can I can I get some executive time? I want some executive time. Yeah, it's basically what executive time is is forty five minutes of work and two hours of rest. 
Hey, that sounds good to me. <laughs> sounds good to me. Sounds good to everybody. Sounds like he wants. He, sounds like Trump wants to be one of those unwilling to work kind of people. <laughs> yeah. Well, he has been. I mean, think about it. All his all his life has been just making ideas that don't fucking work, and then letting other people fuck it up for him. Yeah, I mean, that's all he's ever done. You don't. You don't. Casinos don't go out of business. <laughs> no, I know. Yes. Unless somebody's doing something wrong. Yeah. And I don't and as dumb as Trump is, I just don't think he was doing anything. He was not involved. He's like, "Hey, casinos make money. Let's do casinos. Build casinos, put a bunch of money into it, and then let other people fuck them up." And then walk away walk away with the money. And then yeah, walk away with the, with the with the money. Exactly. Um, I don't know. That's kind of all I had on it. I don't know if you had to no, no. I mean, I think hopefully, hopefully we've enlightened some people on what. Uh, the, hopefully, on what the. Oops. Hopefully, yeah. With if the, anyone uh, out there is still awake, let us know if you've been enlightened. <laughs> you know, I, I I say that. I mean, we we I think we kept it lively. It just it's politics. It did. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's it, politics. It's a lot of, it's a lot of information, and you know, we're we're. I think we try. I think we we did a pretty decent job of not being too like anti one side or the other i think we kind of attacked the democrats more than than well i mean the other thing on the and i think you almost have to because it's their proposal it's their proposal and we know what is there to attack the republicans there's they're they're not hiding they have no ideas well well they have no ideas and they're not hiding their 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 desire to 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 trash all these ideas and all weird all we were really doing is pointing out what they're going to attack Mm -hmm. you know as well so well that's all i got though ian yeah, nothing else I can. So I mean, like, uh, if, if you want more information on the green de- green new deal, there's plenty of stuff online. Yeah, look it up. Just it's just a lot try of good stuff. Just try it's to just, stay on reputable websites, please. Yeah, it's um, good stuff. It's just it's it's stuff that's going to have to require, um, a lot of a lot of tweaking as far as how it's how it's talked about in yeah. the public square. That's all. Um. Yeah, if you go on a website and the name of the website sounds like some crazy guy in his back shed. It's probably some crazy guy in his back shed. <laughs> it probably is. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, you can uh, email us any questions or comments to contact at lifeandjournalpodcast.com. Uh, like I said before, we're on Twitter, Facebook, all that jazz. Uh, check out our website, lifeandjournalpodcast.com. Uh, that's about it. Anything oh, else you say all that jazz, do we have jazz fingers? You're going to hell. Well, yeah, not for that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, until next time. Talk to y'all later. Peace. My role, let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I'm about about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the ropes like we in the ring. Got you some cobras, you wanna hang? Shoulder to shoulder, the niggas basic. You know I won't lie. You know that I ain't for that fuck shit. You niggas alright, but I'm way better and she love it. Know that y'all sick as fuck. Here go this tissue, bro. We taking the dub, hoping you get you some. This here like a pick me up. She taking my drugs. Notice see the sign. That's some dollar signs. Know they sick as fuck. Now they sick as fuck. Tell them get well soon. Tell them get well soon. Now you sick as fuck. Get well soon. Oh shit. Watch out, you the god, Billy. Oh shit.